Hi, this is Greg Pang back with Legal Cut Pro. And this is another one of our special core interview episodes where we check in with friends of the podcast. Today, I am very happy to introduce as my guest someone who has been with the podcast since its very beginning, other than Michelle and I. And that is our editor, Jane Toogood, who describes <laughs> herself in her Instagram bio as a baker, maker, and audio lover. Jane, welcome. Hi. <laughs> it's, it's, it's nice to, to be on the podcast instead of behind the podcast. This is That's so right. cool. <laughs> exactly. Yo, thank you so much for doing this. And Jane, a preliminary question mm. is that I noticed that your, uh, I think your legal name is, uh, first name, your given name is Jennifer, but you go by Jane. Yes, what's, indeed. What's behind that? my secret crime fighting identity. No, um, <laughs> it's, it's honestly just because, uh, my mom always called me Jane as I was mm -hmm. growing up and, and she's the one who was in charge of school registration. So she registered me as Jane. So oh. I, yeah, I, Jane just got in there right before Jennifer and honestly a lot easier to spell when you're a six year old. So yeah, I think that's it. I just grew up being called Jane and now it feels weird. Anytime I get called Jennifer, I'm I'm in a doctor's office or in trouble for something. So, oh, that's that's great. <laughs> that's that's funny. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, Jane, how are you doing? And um, tell us about what are your immediate surroundings? Are you are you at the office? Are you working from home? Uh, I'm working from home. I I'm set up most every day. I'm I'm living in our little home office. Um, which is not too bad. I guess immediate surroundings, my desk faces the window. So at least I get to see outside and, and watch all the nice blue sky as it goes. I'm actually keeping track of the leaves growing on the lilac tree that's outside the window. So that's my, that's my connection to the outside. Yeah, we have a big lilac tree as well, uh, actually, oh, uh, nice. on the neighboring property that it spills over, <laughs> over of the course, fence of here. course. And it, it is beautiful and smells nice. But what, what I am dreading is I have horrible allergies, spring oh, allergies. No. And I was just thinking, oh, man, I'm going to start feeling really awful when all this pollen starts just exploding around. Mm -hmm. Oh, <laughs> but boy. Whatever, you know, you just deal with that for a couple of weeks and then, then I'm feeling all better. But I'll be feeling like I'm very sick for the oh, God. couple or when that, wherever that starts. Mm -hmm. Oh, and you'll know the second that it does. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> what is one thing? other than working from home that you've had to do uh, differently during this pandemic, for example, for myself without having, I haven't gone for on in on um, for a haircut for at least two <laughs> months. And I may have to style my hair differently, maybe even put it up in a man bun as scary oh. as that seems. <laughs> if this goes on for much longer. How about yourself? Anything you had to do differently during this pandemic? Um, well, it's funny you say that because I, 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 we had a big trust exercise in our house. I asked my partner uh, to to cut my hair. So that was oh, that was that very is a lot exciting. Of trust. It's you know I usually go for a pretty short do. So I was like, you know what? If worst comes to worst, we may be in here for the long haul. So nobody's going to see it for the next couple of months anyway. So just <laughs> you know, just get her done. So that was pretty good. Yeah, my wife has been joking about that, and I refuse to let her touch my oh. hair because I remember when our our son he was a, a little toddler, and she decided to give him his first haircut ever oh, by no. herself. And you know, he, you know, toddlers they look cute no matter what kind of hair, but it was mm -hmm. a bowl cut. 
right? Oh, yes. <laughs> we still, we have a lot of pictures and I'm like, no, no, you're not, you're not touching my hair. Not again. <laughs> no, oh, I'll, no, I'll grow it long <laughs> before you touch my hair. That's, yeah, you know what? That's fair. Yes, exactly. So good. good. Uh, hopefully it works out for you. It, it's been okay so far. We haven't, we haven't had to do any emergency hats. Good stuff. At all. So, so, so far, so good. Excellent. So Jane, of course, we know you as our audio editor. You make us sound good and, <laughs> and when you edit our stuff. And sometimes it's a lot more work than others because the, the recording settings. So uh, I can, of course, I, I know your work there. I don't know uh, a whole lot about your work as a filmmaker. Can you tell us a little bit about your involvement in filmmaking? Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm relatively new to the Edmonton film scene. I graduated from Nate uh, from the digital cinema program last spring in 2019, uh, which was where I, I discovered and embraced my my love of sound design and playing around with sound clips and all all the all the fun that comes around with microphones. Um, and yeah, from there, 2019 was was actually a pretty busy year. I got involved with. Um, a bunch of my classmates, we got together on a few projects over the summer that were accepted into the Edmonton International Film Festival. Um, nice. We also, yeah, it was really cool. Um, we also won the, uh, the, the TELUS 48-hour short film festival that was uh, put on yes. by the Edmonton Short. Yep, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah congratulations um, on that again. <laughs> thank you very much. It was, oh, that one, it was such a fun project to be involved with because of course you've only got 48 hours and we had we had thought we had pre-planned as much as we could possibly do and then of course as soon as they started within about three hours our actress no longer could make it we had to rewrite our story and this is the one and only time you'll see I, I do the sound design for that project but I'm also acting in that project so oh cool yeah, it was it was it was really neat to be in front of the camera while also knowing I would be in the editing stages of it as well. So that was yeah, that was a pretty neat project. Um, but yeah, so and then that was 2019, and I'm sort of interested to see what is going to happen for 2020, especially given all the the restrictions that we're that we're following uh, with quarantine. But there there is actually a few uh, interesting sounding quarantine appropriate festivals that I've sort of caught my eye. There's one on Facebook that's actually called uh, the COVID short film contest. <laughs> yes. <laughs> which, I, yeah, I think I'll, I might try my hand at that one. But yeah, that's, that's sort of a, a, a quick and dirty timeline of, of stuff that I've been involved with. And you're right. A lot of the festivals uh, in our industry, the film industry, uh, are, are moving, at least in parts, uh, trying to I guess to not have such a big gap in, in the continuity, like for example, the Banff media festival mm -hmm. usually happens in June. And that, that was canceled at least a month ago, I believe right. we were supposed to run a lawyer's panel there, but obviously it's not happening anymore. Right. Now they're doing it virtually. So, and oh, okay. they approached me to, to chair or to chair um, host a, um, a session, this uh, where they I forget what they called it, but it's his virtual uh, sessions that they have uh, people, certain producers and lawyers like myself hosting to just talk to people. Right. And keep That's it going, super right? cool. Yeah. Yeah. And for the um, Edmonton Short Film Festival itself, and full disclosure, I'm, I'm on the board of directors for that. Oh. So there are plans in case that we cannot have 
a gathering, an in-person gatherings. So mm-hmm. uh, we, we are working on that. And um, right now it's a little bit of a wait and see, um, but uh, we do have a drop dead date on whether or not to cancel the in-person event, you know, namely the Red Gala event. Mm-hmm, right. Red Gala, geez. The Red Carpet Gala <laughs> <laughs> event. That's okay. I, I was picking up what you're putting down. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. So moving on, what is the best thing you've watched since the Ooh. pandemic started? Oh, the best thing. Okay. So, and of course, we've all spent many, many hours on Netflix and, and Amazon Prime at this point. Um, and I have know, a kid I, at home, so it's it's many more hours of Disney Plus here. Oh, yes, that is so true. How many times have you seen Mandalorian at this point? Well, only once. And one of the episodes we watched two or three times because it was so good. I think it was the finale. Oh, yeah. But uh, generally, we don't rewatch things much. It's just you know a preference that my wife has. And usually when we do our reviewing, we do it together. So mm-hmm. uh, I, would, I would love to rewatch that. Actually, we just finished Clone Wars. Oh, nice. Yeah, I've heard so, good, really good things about oh, that one. Season seven. Um, if you follow the Clone Wars, you follow Rebels. Uh, it, you know, like I remember cartoons and I grew up in the 80s where you remember these cartoons that you watched and you remember them being awesome. And you rewatch them. Mm-hmm. They're, they're really quite bad and hard to rewatch, right? <laughs> and oh, you watch no. this new animation out and the storytelling is so much better. Not, not just the visual. Obviously, the visuals have advanced quite a bit, right? With the CG and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But the storytelling is so good now. Wow. You know, yes, they are targeted towards or, or kid very kid-friendly still. But it's just they evolve so much. And, and, and like, wow, this is so good. This is such excellent storytelling. Anyway. That's awesome. Like, enough about me. What is the best <laughs> thing you watched? <laughs> um, no, okay, so the best thing I think I have seen um is uh oh it was called jonathan strange and mr norrell on amazon prime um, no relation to dr strange which is sort of what <laughs> i was thinking going in um but yeah no it was it's fantastic it's basically uh, rival magicians in regency england using mm-hmm. magic to fight napoleon and running afoul of fairies <laughs> <laughs> That's that synopsis sounds hilarious. <laughs> it's it it the premise just it intrigued me so much. I was like, okay, where 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 are we going with this one? And yeah, and the the characters were fantastic. It was well written, and it's and it's it's one season long, and it's contained. Like the, I don't think they set it up for a sequel or anything, which is really rare these days. And so yeah, I I just enjoyed having. I think it's about eight episodes long and, and just a really, a really good story with, with some fun magic elements thrown in. And say the title again. Uh, Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norell. I might just have to check that out. It's, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Next question, Jane. What mm-hmm. has been your favorite, favorite quarantine Ooh. snack? I, asked, I want to ask this because I remember um, on a recent episode you edited for us, you wrote us back in an email <laughs> about Hawkins Cheesies because me and Michelle were talking about Hawkins Cheesies. Oh, the, the worst temptation when you're editing that and you're like, oh man, now I just need some cheesies. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, okay, so this might get me in trouble, but I'm, I'm also the one who goes out to get groceries in our house. And mm-hmm. usually the request I get is, is can I bring back some, some of those little mini donuts with like the white powdered sugar and everything? Oh. And they're, they're supposed to be my, my partner's snack of choice. So I'm like, okay, don't worry, I'll get you mini donuts. But oh man. They've they've become very tempting. <laughs> I have I've definitely taken a few of them for my own. 
You're talking about the the store bought prepackaged little mini donuts. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you like those, or do you do, you, or would you prefer the ones that you when you go to like um, exhibitions and the ones that you know float in the you watch them as they're being made and they're oh. hot oil and then they come and they sprinkle the the, the sugar the on the cinnamon them. and stuff. Yeah, those are, I think those are called like Tom Thumbs or something, aren't they? Mm, maybe. Maybe. I, d- I could be making it up, but no, those are fantastic too. I, I do love those. Although I think I definitely got myself sick on them once when I was like 10, but that's, that's <laughs> misty K-Day memories. So there you go. Yeah. And that's um, another yeah. casualty of this. Hey, no K-Days. I know. Yeah, no no stampy, no K-Days. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. It'll, it'll come back. You know, and the thing is I had plans for K-Days. Uh, oh yeah. Because do you know that one game where you hang from a bar and you have to hang there for two minutes, and you win this massive stuffy. I do not, but I'm so intrigued now. <laughs> so it's really difficult, and okay. it's this, it's this bar that it actually is on ball bearings, and actually it'll turn, so oh, it tests your finger no. strength as well. So I had not trained for it or anything last year when I tried it. <laughs> I was six seconds away from winning that. Oh! I had people counting down and people cheering, and oh. I, I just couldn't do it. Right. So you see, you know, skinny old me. <laughs> trying to do that and i'm doing a lot better than these like big uh, muscle heads there that are mm-hmm, trying because mm-hmm. they're, they're a lot heavier than me right so it's about yeah. you know your i guess your strength to weight ratio uh, and uh, you know not to pat myself on the back or anything, but <laughs> but I'm, I'm you know it works in my favor let's say so fair, i was thinking fair. if i could train a little because i didn't train i went in there cold to just try that because my wife and kid were with me say hey go try that but if i trained a little i think i could do it but i'll have oh. to wait till 2021 now and you and you had your whole Rocky montage training scene going on. You were so ready. It's not just that, but I had my dismount planned. I wanted to do oh. a superhero landing as I won oh, that. Yes. Go down, down on one knee, except that I, I have to make sure to not injure myself because the superhero landing is actually not It's practical. so bad for the knees. As, yeah. as we know in Deadpool, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, so that, that's my plan for it. Oh. So, <laughs> so Jane, where can people find you? Uh, I'm mostly on Instagram at JJ underscore too good, as, as everybody has, is always hearing so well on the, on the pod. Yep, Perfect. That's, that's where I be. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you very much, Jane. And thank you again for your great work on our podcast as absolutely edit all our episodes except these series of uh, raw quarantine interviews but for the uh, quote-unquote real episodes you'll continue um you'll be with us for for foreseeable future i sure hope so i i love being able to to hear it i love being the first one to hear it (laughs) perfect thank you again jane and you stay safe uh you too greg